On this episode of Geek Out Loud, uh, Civil War Episode 7, the fat-off begins for real this time. Also, we got snippets, we've got emails, we've got all sorts of fun. It's your safe place to geek out. This is the Geek Out Loud Podcast. Again, everyone, and welcome to Geek Out Loud, your safe place to geek out. My name. I just, I just want it played at my funeral. <laughs> the, like the, nobody's the, gonna be. I mean, there might be some confused people, but nobody's gonna be sad. At the, well, nobody's gonna be sad. Period. But listen, you, you you're gonna play that. Everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, this is, this is cool. This you, is a happening funeral." You want the remixed Geek Out Loud theme at my wake? At your wake? Okay. Uh, if. Put it in your wheel, because I'm sure I'll be... I mean, way to start off the show on a, on a well, real down I mean, down you're, note. you're in it. You're doing the... Well, I don't think it's really a will. It's like final wishes or whatever, yeah. but you, you're doing the eulogy. But if anyway, I'm not so. around... Well, no, I think it's... I think it'll work, because that'll be like your intro music. I think the funeral should be like a Big Geek Out Loud episode. <laughs> but if I'm not around... I, it's, you're, Steve's going to live forever. Okay. <laughs> we just decided the other day. Steve's going to live forever. And, this will be part of a snippet in a minute, but we I was discussing with some people at work the other day of what should happen. It's weird. Because I didn't bring that up because of what just happened, but the two funeral conversations, they they connect. Okay, well, um, my, uh, name, but, my name is Steve I'm Wall. telling you. Hold on. <laughs> I have to tell you. we got to do so, a proper intro for people who are listening it, it, for the it, first it, time. They know, hey, I'm Derek. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I had a great introduction lined up well, for you. Put it on pause, and then we'll do okay, it. Okay, I'm right. not Derek, as far as you know. <laughs> well, listen. So here's what happens. So the funeral is over. Mm-hmm. And whose funeral? It's mine. Okay. But I'm conducting it from beyond All the right, grave. Right, right. So it's over. It, it ends. And everybody's just kind of sitting there. Minding their own well, business. And all of a sudden, here I am on screen. Oh, and it's one of me those. from like now. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and film it, and it. I come out. It's a shot of a hallway, and I come out around the corner in a bathrobe. You're still here. Oh, you it's do, over. You do the Ferris Bueller thing. Go home. Oh man, oh. And then it gets a little sad. Well, <clears throat> that's a, that's a good way to uh, to. So good evening, people. It's it's all uphill from here. Um, my name... start low and build. <laughs> Don't give them what they want at the beginning, <laughs> unless they want Derek dead. In which case, I delivered. Good night, everybody. I am out. Audi five thousand. My name's Steve Glosson. <clears throat> Steve Glosson. And along with me is, and I, I want to do this because I want people to understand just what a big deal what we do is here. Um, it's kind of a big deal. And, well, you are kind of a big deal. That's what I'm about to say. Oh. M- my co-host here on Geek Out Loud, ladies and gentlemen, is a man who spearheaded fandom 
for 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 four to five years uh, when it comes to Superman fandom, Smallville fandom. Uh, he he was the founder, one of the founders of the Starkville House of L podcast. It was the number one Smallville podcast on the internet uh, during the during the running of the show, the latter half of the of the show Smallville. He, along with his friends in college, founded the podcast and took it to new heights. And then he immediately slammed it down by bringing me in, but had a great time. From there, Derek went on to found the Skynex podcast along with me. Wherein I'll say it, we spearheaded Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles fandom, for the two years of its run, and even a little bit beyond. And from there, Derek has uh, sunk to new lows as uh, the co-host of this, your safe place to geek out, geek out loud. He is uh, someone who genuinely makes me laugh, and whose company I genuinely enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, my co-host, all the way from Tupelo, Mississippi. The great Derek Russell. Derek? I, I now I have to ask, am I dying? No, not that I know okay, of. Okay, because that sounds like the, the, the like the last one. That sounded like it. <laughs> <laughs> like you got a letter in the mail that I didn't get. <laughs> I just I just want people to be aware for sure of who you for are. For the last time. <laughs> for the last time. <laughs> am I being fired? Am I no longer going to Is he kidding? Is he joking? <laughs> No, I was thinking How about... How are it. the blood levels? Yeah, I mean, are I, they really high? Or what, what are we... What is the count right now on the old cells? Um, I mean, you're going to be really sad if I die this I, week. I would be. I would be. But then I would take that audio, a la something you did in an interview several years ago. Uh-huh. And, um... Make it make a. And I put the sad. Yeah, I put the sad Hulk music behind. The Hulk it. music. Here's the difference, Steve. I actually died. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Like you're still here. I mean, this, but you just got through saying you wanted a uh, geek out loud to be your funeral. So, what? I didn't want to be geek out loud to be the cause of my funeral. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it be like a little addendum. Oh man, it's going to be great. We're going to have Bob Dylan impersonations and everything. <laughs> so, okay, wonderful. I'll, there'll be a little Bane thrown in there. You're in, you're in charge of this, aren't you? When when geek out loud is completed. Then you have my permission to die. Oh Darth my Vader god, it's Darth so Vader morbid. <laughs> just two people over just, the aisle. Look, why is why is Bane doing the funeral? I, because theatricality and deceptions are great tools. Derek's blood was high in cholesterol. <laughs> Get there and start talking. Derek's. Oh, I'm sorry. Derek's blood was high cholesterol. My friend is no longer with us, but in spirit he is. Darth Vader breathing. Darth Vader breathing. And everyone's just looking like, what in the world is going on here? Why, Why did I have to pay admission to a funeral? Your your what is your family just uh, your family what who is, used I to tolerate just, me now hates me. Is, I just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> These were his final wishes. <laughs> then just geek out loud music. <laughs> Cue well, the music, Darth Vader breathing, Darth Vader You just stand there in total silence and bow your head during the entire geek out loud thing. <laughs> and it was good. Thank you. <laughs> and now a reading from the Book of Mondo. Poster 4, Wall 3. 
Derek? I'm not going anywhere with it. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, uh, <laughs> only only upskis from here. Yeah. Did only I just say upskis. 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 <clears throat> only upskis from here. Only upskis from here. Um, Derek, on the last episode, we discussed our previously own, previously on Geek. Remember when I did previously on Geek Out Loud bits? Remember when we cared? Remember- <laughs> <laughs> um, previously on Geek Out Loud. Uh, I should put together previously on Geek Out Loud bit for this episode. It's like the last 12 episodes from the past, you know, year. Yeah. Uh, What episode is this? This is 79. On the road to 100. On the road to 100. Approaching quickly. More quickly than we ever have before. Um, We're closer now than we've ever been. Let's say it's it's October 30th. Mm -hmm. It's October 31st. It's Halloween where you are. Yes. Uh, Red Sox just won the World Series. Congratulations. Let's say by the next World Series, maybe we're at a Maybe we're at close. I mean, it's 20, 20 episodes. episodes. Yeah, that's a ways to go. What are we doing for the big 8-0? <clears throat> the big... <laughs> Derek's dead. What, what is the... What is the saw it coming. If, if, what is the 10th anniversary is the paper anniversary? No. I... 25th is the silver. 50th is the gold. What's the 80th? Origami. Okay. Here, I got you a mahogany casket. Uh, mm-mm. We got to let go of that bit. Of the death bit? Yeah, somehow we got to let go of that as we move forward here. Death is coming. It... <laughs> for us all. I don't uh... That face in the window is coming for you, too. Yeah, well, that's going to be it. Yeah, that, that's, that's, how, that's how we're going out. Anyhow, in the last episode, Derek and I threw down the gauntlet officially one against another in a competition that we had no idea uh, how to really set it up and get going. There've nor been a, do we now. Nor do we now. Boy, we got a little bit more structured here. And uh, here's the thing. I don't understand any of it. Well, you you don't have to. I think your problem is is you think it's a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Uh, but but we, we have challenged one another to lose some weight. And, I, and, I, and it hit me the other day that this is going to be happening right through the holidays. Um, game on. Game well, you on. Didn't, you didn't want a handicap, did you? No, uh-uh, no. Uh, I mean, I'm already there, but... Um, already handicapped. That's right. But we also, we also talked about getting you, the listeners, involved in it. Because... In our pyramid scheme. In our pyramid scheme. That's not a pyramid scheme somehow. For example, we, we got an email from Chad Reed after listening to this. He says, hey guys, after listening to your last podcast... I wanted to write in and see about taking part in the fat-off contest. If memory serves me correctly, you open it up for anyone to join in, correct? If not, you can just dis- disregard the rest. See, I get a friend, and then that friend gets two friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then those two friends get three friends. Mm-hmm. And, and you give us money. And pretty soon I'm at the top of the pyramid. That's right. Uh, he says, I'm 34 years old. I don't want to give his weight. I feel like that would be... I, I don't have. I don't know that I have permission to give his weight. Um... You shouldn't have put it in the email. Well, I don't know that he expected me to to read this email, but anyhow... He's... Unless otherwise stated, or, I mean, I'm not saying we should. I'm just saying, unless otherwise stated, shouldn't we treat all emails like they are to be read on air? Yes. Agreed. After this one. Starting now. Starting starting now. Starting at the end of this one. He says... Uh, this is going to be a great last episode for me. He talks about where he weighed in. And gives his long-term goal, and he and he mentions because it is a, it is a drastic 
difference here. He says, so this is going to have to be a lifestyle change for me to make this happen. I've tried several things before and nothing has stuck except the fat. So I think having this challenge with a team effort is a great idea for all of us to stay motivated and stay on track. Is there a next step after this email or just jump on in? Looking forward to getting started. Good luck, everyone. Well, Chad, I was informed after our last episode released, my friend Riley from the Star Wars Report at StarWarsReport.com reached out to me and said, hey, have you tried Diet Bet? And I'm like, no, I haven't. What is that? And he explained it to me, and I looked into it. I'm like, well, this is a great way to get all the listeners involved. Go ahead and give me your wallet now. I'll give it back to you when the video's over. Right. Well, none of us are... You're not giving me money. Okay. Anyway. Here's the thing. What Diet Bet does is, is you go in, and there's in you in, to find our particular Diet Bet, you can go to geekoutpodcast.com or geekoutonline.com, look up across the top, and where it says Fat Off, click on that. It'll take you to the Geek Out Loud uh, Diet Bet. Uh, it's... It's a $35 buy-in. You're basically putting $35 in the pool, in the pot. And the challenge is that from four weeks from the start date, you lose 4% of your body weight. Now, for me, um, at in the 350, 354 range, it's going to be, uh, gee whiz, about 15 pounds or so. <clears throat> See, or- that's what I get. There's no curve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you do it on percentage, then... Like, Derek, it's going to be harder for you to lose. If I said, let's lose 20 pounds, boom. It'd be harder for you because you're smaller than it would be for me to lose that. But when, but, you, but when you do it on percentage, though my number would be greater than yours, it's still going to be about the same amount of work and effort put in. You see what I'm saying? I do, but at the same time, I still was under the impression that people were betting on us. No, no, no. People are not betting on us. You're putting money into a pool to potentially win money. If the, you the pyramid scheme. If you meet the four, <laughs> it's not a pyramid scheme. If you meet the four percent uh, goal, so, so basically you're betting. We on are yourself. recruiting people who believe in us mm-hmm. and believe in themselves. You're betting on yourself. Still, everything you're saying is a legitimate script to bind somebody into a pyramid scheme. Except it's not a pyramid scheme, it's a bet. It'd be like if you're at the office and everyone's betting but on not the betting March on Madness. Us, Steve. But they're betting on themselves. You're saying, I can accomplish this. I bet that, yeah, now you're just mixing a pyramid scheme with an inspirational speaker. <laughs> well... It's Basically, not- what you've got here is an infomercial. Anyhow, it's a $35 buy-in. Everyone who meets the goal splits the pot at the end of four weeks. That still doesn't make any... So, in other words, if 10 people buy in at $35 a piece, that's $350 pot, right? Thanks, Mr. Wizard. Thank you. And if, let's say, five people, only five, half of those people, five people meet the goal of 4% weight loss, five people split $350 five ways, which would be 70 bucks a person. So, you've doubled up. It's a it's a great great thing. It's a really cool thing. It looks to be a lot of fun. So everyone can jump in on that by going to Geek Out Loud or Geek Out Podcast rather dot com. Geek Out Derek side note, Geek Out Loud is now a thirteen hundred dollar URL to purchase. They know. Well, I mean, when I first started Geek Out Loud, it was owned by somebody. 
Yeah, and now they're, and they're not using it. They're just sitting on it like, well, someday Fatty will buy this. Mm-mm. Well, uh, maybe that's what we should do with our winnings. <laughs> buy geekoutloud.com? Yeah. Seems like a waste. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so does Diet Best. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. I just don't. I don't get it. Like, I think it's better if they bet on, like, not that I don't want people to get involved in losing weight, because it's good and it's healthy. And this is probably what kills well, me. That's what week. it's about. That's what I meant when I said people getting involved in this. And that's week. great. But at the same time, you sent this to me and you were like, we could do this, we could do this. And I was like, okay, so people are going to bet on us. And you were like, yeah. And then I start looking and I'm like, no, that's not what they're doing at all, Steve. I never said people were going to bet on I us. I asked you if people were betting on us because the name of the thing was Diet Bet. Right. You're betting on yourself. That's not. You could. No. <laughs> the logic is not there. <laughs> the logic is there. You're saying I bet X amount of dollars that I can lose 4% of so my body weight. So what keeps you from lying? Where's the checks and balances? <laughs> they have it on the website. You take a picture to start of you on the scales. And you take a picture to end of you on the scales. That can easily be photoshopped. Okay, well, Derek, we're on the honor system. We have we have the greatest podcast listening audience in the universe, as well as the most honest. But it's a pyramid scheme. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's not a pyramid scheme at all, because you're not sucked in for life. And no one's making more money than anyone else, unless you lose. Then you don't make anything. Is there a way to do it where they bet on us? No, only if they do some kind of side bet with some other form of betting something or another. Is this at all legal? <laughs> yes, it's legal. Okay, I just don't understand. Someone email Derek and let him help him to understand. No, I get Tweet it. Him. I get it. It's not at all what I thought it was, and and ultimately, it seems a little that anybody could just be dishonest with it. Okay. Then and 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 take our money to be dishonest. I trust our I'm listeners. just I'm going to blatantly say that. I feel like people could just take money just to be taking money. Only if they buy in though. And the thing is if everyone gets the, gets the 4%, we all just get our money back. So you don't lose anything if you win. So basically, I got to work my my BUTT harder. Yeah. Just to ensure that nobody steals my money. Yes. All right, well, that's incentive. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Somebody's going to take my money. I better run. Now, you and I still have our side bet going. Which makes even less sense because we started that. And then you were like, I found diet bet. And I was well, like, but this diet is... bet. That sounds awesome. And then I hear there's still the side bet going on. So now I'm totally lost. Well, this, What's the side bet? This is our personal uh Competition. This is the PayPal account. Yeah, thing. this is our personal competition against one another. Now we had a good idea today where the loser has to buy the winner's Hulu subscription for a year. Right. And then we realized that oh, it ends up being a lot. Well, I could just give you my password. <laughs> <laughs> Which again, where's the checks and balances? <laughs> the whole world's dishonest. Where is the system? You failed the well, city. I, think, I mean, where's the... I think I think Hulu has checks and balances for how much you, how many devices you can watch. They it do on. really because Netflix does. What's the limit on Netflix? I think it's like four or five. Well, I only got I got like my iPad and my TV for Hulu. So mm-hmm. you're so I'm gold. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> not Fork that we're over. not that we're doing Fork this. Work it over, fatty. Give not me the that, not that we're doing this. Um. 
I'm just saying. I <laughs> you got loud. Sponsored by Hulu. Yeah, um, Hulu but... Plus. Get your free two week trial today by emailing Derek and asking for his password. Oh, girl. <laughs> I change it by one number, numerical number right. on the end. Numerical number. That's exactly mm-hmm, what I just mm-hmm. said. The numerical well, as opposed, ending. As opposed to an alphabetical number. Yeah, or an alphabetical letter. Right. Um, it goes up. Yeah, a, a, a number at the end of every week. Like I feel like we're on um, Krusty the Clown, and we're talking about something, and suddenly they just cut us off, and it's Geek Out Loud, sponsored by Hulu Plus. <laughs> yeah. We're experiencing technical difficulties. I mean, we'll be I gotta, back after these messages. I gotta be honest with you, though. I just pull this off the air. Rarely do I pat myself on the back for 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 a grab, but. Get your free two-week trial by emailing Derek Russell That's and asking for his password. <laughs> That's pretty good. So anyhow, you can head over to geekoutpodcast.com or geekoutonline.com. What's the side bet? And this... when does it start? And how do people do it? I'm sorry. Okay. No one gets in on the side bet except me and you. That's mine and your thing. But what if they want to bet on us? Do you want people to bet on us? Why not, Steve? <sighs> That know. seems like less of a pyramid scheme to me than diet bed does. But but where does that money go? In our pockets. Okay, that's, <laughs> that now see that's what seems like a bad idea because they're like it goes I bet to buy geekoutloud.com. I mean, I let's just start a Kickstarter for that. I just not that we've ever asked the audience for anything, but what not I'm saying, money. right? Exactly. To me, to say, hey, we're betting on you, that's something people need to do in their own time. And then just let us know how it worked out for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I bet Derek will win. I bet Steve but we will don't win. get a cut of that? Why would we? I mean, I guess the horse doesn't at the track. Exactly. Come on, it's Steric. Exactly. <laughs> the original By the way, Steric. great name for a horse, Steric. <laughs> how do we get some of that action? <laughs> how do we get some horse action with people naming their horse after us? I don't know. Like I mean, and I don't mean just someone's random horse on a farm. I mean a, a thoroughbred racehorse. Well, the horse. Yeah, the winning horse. <laughs> what Kentucky Derby? And there's Steric in the winner's Number circle. Four. Coming around the bend now, Steric, taking a lead by a head. And there's head. As God is my witness, he's broken in half. Wait, no, how did it get to wrestling all of a sudden? So anyhow, you can go. Yeah, to- horse one is as God is my witness, and horse number two is he's broken. <laughs> God is my witness, followed by his broken half. <laughs> it's as God is my witness, he's broken in half, followed quickly by hysteric. No, followed by, no, that's actually the horse's name. <laughs> followed if by, you're just joining us. Walking through the desert on a horse with no name. If you're just joining us, Geek Out Loud, sponsored by Hulu Plus. <laughs> Derek will be dead by next week, and this will be the funeral episode. <laughs> We've getting a horse named after us. And we're all involved in a big Botsy scheme. And and there you go. So let's with that, Derek. Still so dietbet.com? Dietbet.com. Yeah, you can go to uh It starts it starts Friday, November November eighth is is the day, yeah. So you can buy in between now and then. You need to weigh in uh by then and send in your information and all, and it'll have instructions. You'll have all the instructions what to do. Diet- see my, I don't want them to see my picture. I don't think they will. I think that's just for the diet bet judges. Okay, because I'm gonna wear like a suit or something in the picture. I oh, mean, it's not cool. supposed to be like. Mm-mm. I'm gonna like be half naked. Is it shirtless? I no, you don't have to be shirtless. 
Shirtless Steve Glosson. That's the other horse. Yeah. <laughs> and here he comes, shirtless Steve Glosson. Here Glossin. comes shirtless Steve Glosson. Everyone goes, Ugh. Nobody can touch him. <laughs> All right. But then our side bet. Our side bet will take place. Which is what? <clears throat> the cash, right? You buy me a Lego. You let me buy you a Ziggy. <laughs> let me let me tell you a Ziggy. Let me tell you a Ziggy. Let me tell you a Ziggy. Is that that's from an old Big Honkin' show, isn't it? That's not. I don't know. It was my joke. It was your joke. I think it probably was Big Honkin' show. Okay. Um, Big Honkin' You buy show. me a Lego. Okay. And if you win, you 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 buy me a Star Wars. A Star War? Go see a Star War. You, you um, buy me a Star War? What What would you want? Um, what do you feel like? What do you want, big guy? What you want, Santa Claus? Hey, what you want? What do you want for Christmas? Um, is there anything? You, you tell Papa Russell what. Is you there want. anything out right now that I'm really digging on? I don't know. What Star, you, what Star War wise. Because uh, I'm thinking Star Wars Lego, for me. Right. Right. I, I like that cell barge. Ah, uh, cell barge is sweet. I mean, that I think that's a legitimate. I think that's a solid situation right there. You win, sell barge on me. Well, I really want the Ewok Village, but okay. well, that's a little that's a little out of my price range. Okay, so I guess the Superstar Destroyer is way out, way um, way out. Sell barge. What? So what do you want? Um, I don't know. I don't. Oh, I know. Okay. Let me see if I can find it here. They, is it is it comparable in price? Yeah, from what I understand. Let me pull it up and make sure. Okay. Bet yes. for me, Derek. Well, it is I got the. Nothing. It is the big. Hawkin. Um, well, <laughs> yeah. It's the big slave one. It's the number one Ziggy. It's the number one Ziggy. It's the big slave one. It's uh, what line is it from? It's from the Hasbro line, where you know they did like they they got in Hasbro where they were doing. I just put a link up in the chat there on the okay. on the Skype. I'm pretty sure my old MacBook Pro will die if I do that. So okay. I'm just going to use the old iPhone here. Okay. Uh, oh, that reminds me. I got to get Anakin's Pod Racer Lego because it is discontinued. And I don't know if this is. If this ever came out, or or what happened, but it's a pretty expensive ship. Star Wars strikes spaceship. Mm, slave one. Star Wars strikes what? That's what it says. That's what the oh I see Empire strikes. Mm-hmm. That's probably Empire what that means. Back, yeah, and they did they they started with Hasbro doing this line of toys. They were they were the vintage series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's way more it, my, my thing's way more expensive, Steve. Mm-mm. The cell barge I saw was like about 120 bucks. Yeah, I'm getting this for 60. Oh. That's half. So I get you this and something else. Well, I don't know what else. Some other Star War thing. Yeah, I add this to the watch list. <laughs> Some other Star War. Oh, you're on the list. eBay? No, I'm on the I meant wish list. Oh. And you got that Smallville complete series, didn't you? I did, yeah. This show has dwindled, folks. Courtesy, uh, anyhow, so there's the side bet right there. Let's just pretend we're we're good to go. But then we have to set the the 
and we're saying we're going through the end of the year with this. Did we, or did we say twelve thirty one or one thirty one? Well, one thirty one would be into next year. Yeah, I'm, I, we said earlier in December, into January. Let's go end of January. Okay. All right. So, so we've got is that. Is that ideal weight? Like we can't do ideal no, weight. No, I can't get to my ideal There's, weight. I can't in three do months. that. I, I, we're going by who loses the most. Who loses the most mm-hmm. weight right. from November eighth to January thirty first? Yes. You win. You get the slave one and something else of comparable value. Right. If I win, I get the Lego cell barge. Exactly. Sorry, Rich. We didn't need you. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Rich. Thanks for setting that up for us. We appreciate all the work you went to. <laughs> Now let's jump into some emails. I like things more than money. As we turn to the Geek Out Loud days of our lives, the days, yes. Uh, like sands through the hourglass, these two fatties will actually gain weight by the end right. of January. That's right. <laughs> then we just buy buy ourselves the crap. <laughs> our first email I ten pounds. I'm gonna go get the cell barge. Our our first email comes from Chelsea. She says, "Good day, gentlemen." A few weeks. I said good day. I said good day. A few. Well, it's going to come back around. A few weekends ago, my Back to the Future loving son found a DeLorean in Back to the Future mode at a car show. The lovely gentleman shared with uh, Nathan that there would be a DeLorean weekend the following weekend. Well, there was no way we could miss it. We visited the Friday night event at J.C. Penney's or the Twin Pines Mall. What an experience! Nathan said it was the best day of his 13-year life. While there, we found that out there's this documentary being made of how Back to the Future has impacted our lives. The crew was shooting and conducting interviews at other events. Did you read me? A documentary is coming out. So excited. You can see them on Facebook and Chill.com. If you find uh, the behind-the-scenes footage of their time in Vegas, you can see my mom, my son, and a bit of me in the far background. Of course, we are thrilled with that bit and know there's no way... It'll make the final real, but to see us uh, to see us in this was so exciting. Transitioning to another subject, Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. I've got our tickets. What do you think of this costume? A Marty McFly Jedi or a Doc Brown Jedi? Great force. Hope you're doing well and fight the fat. Keep it up for three weeks at least. I said good day, and that's from Chelsea. See, it came back around. Yeah, I told you. Uh, have you heard of these car shows? Or have you heard of this documentary? No. no. Me either. I feel like I've seen some kind of something. Maybe it was like just a, a a featurette of some guys that were like building the worst Obi-Wan impression. I feel like I've seen some kind of something. <laughs> the worst Jedi ever. <laughs> it's, it's the Jedi that his job is just, you know, just cleaning toilets in the in the, it's temple. the worst deja vu. It's, it's like, wait, it's, Master Yoda, I, I, I feel like I've seen something. Uh, some kind of slimmy, slimmy trimmer. There's a trimmer. Samsonite trimmer. trimmer? Uh, I want to say trimmer. In the back mm. to the stalls you go. Hmm? Mm. Okay, Master Yoda. Um, I'll try better next time. Okay, you do better now. <sighs> sometimes, sometimes get it wrong. We do. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I saw something where they were interviewing these guys. Maybe you sent it to me. That mm. had built. 
like all three versions of the DeLorean? No. No? Well, it's there. I believe it. I just didn't do it. And it looked pretty cool. And so I don't I don't know if this was something from that or what. Uh, Which reminds me, I need to buy more DeLorean Legos. So you can have all three. I want all three. I hear you. Do you... This I is have a, the fir- apparently I have one of the first batches that actually has a typo on the flux capacitor. Hmm. Interested to see if that will bring money. If that'll raise your your Lego stock. If that will bring up my stock on brickpicker.com. Brickpicker.com. Um <clears throat> I'm in the mil- I'm in the millennium. I'm in the middle of the Millennium Falcon right now. Obviously any uh any Back to the Future type documentary you're in. Right. I'm in it. I mean, but you're no, you're in. Like you're you'll. Oh yeah, I was like yeah. they came. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta lose weight faster. Oh no. You've, oh, you've hold been... on, Derek Russell's in frame. We gotta zoom out a lot. Whatever, whatever. So that's a cool experience, though, man. I have that you ever? Cool. There was um. Those cars. Have you ever been to one of these car shows where people just will randomly there'll be like a kit. Oh or, yeah, uh, especially like, working for Schneider. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, you did. We always, you know, end up in something. A team, you know, oh. but, and and what? There'd always be something. Okay, taking the DeLorean out because it's time travel. Uh huh. But between knowing and knowing that you've driven the General Lee uh-huh. or a General Lee, um, no, it was the. It was it was one of them. Um, General Lee, a team van. Uh-huh. Kit. Uh-huh. Um let's just say those three. Which one do you go for? Which one do you say they say here you have your pick of these? A team van, kit, and what? Uh the General Lee. The General. Oh, but I thought you were taking that one out. Too. No, I was just saying I understand this might be a little skewed because you've driven ban- it. It's skewed off. Uh, <laughs> Bandit Transam. Oh, Bandit, yes. Eastbound and down never seen it i have i've watched Smokey and the bandit now because remember i told you i was watching it that night oh that's true did you watch all of it yeah no, you were like flipping back and forth between raw or something no no i, I watched your, it all you and your wrestling you and your wrestling i don't that doesn't make is any that sense. the one with the elephant that's two. Oh, well never mind i've seen Smokey and the right, bandit too because that's what happened that <laughs> night you were like i didn't know there was an elephant in this i'm like you idiot you're watching two it's like well that's why it doesn't make sense <laughs> Oh. That's right. You gotta see one, or the elephant in two doesn't I've make seen, any I've, sense. I've now seen a lot of one, I think, because I've but seen all of the elephant. No, I don't even know. I've seen all the elephant. Um, Kit, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kit was just cool. Well, I mean, it's a car. Who, who that, doesn't want Mister Feeney talking to? Yeah, him? it is a car that talks to you and can do all. Cool. I still never went and bought that GPS. I know I've said that. I feel like I've said it on about twenty episodes, and I always want to go buy that, and I never did. Radio, it was a Radio Shack exclusive there for a few years. I just don't want it to call me Michael. No, it had like a, it had like five hundred names. Ooh, I bet Steve's in there then. I'm thinking Steve's probably in there. Steve, Man, that'd be cool. All right, Casey writes in. Hey guys, just a Let's quick turn ahead, Stephen. The roundabout. Um, roundabout. <laughs> exit right ahead. Exit. <laughs> Casey says, hey guys, just a quick comment and question for you. First off, in the last episode, you were talking about the new Godzilla trailer. You guys were wondering if the speech where I was, I, Derek wasn't. Derek was just letting me flounder and make stuff up. He said, you guys were wondering if the speech was in the trailer. Was it real? Or it was made in the movie? Uh, it's actually a quote by J. Robert, Robert Oppenheimer describing the feelings and reactions 
he and others had while witnessing the first ever nuclear explosion. So, fitting. But I didn't know if it was part of the film or not. No, it's not. I actually, someone actually had sent us a, and I'm sorry, I don't have who it was, but sent it or either linked it on Twitter to a YouTube video of the actual speech where he says the stuff. And so... So yes. that's actually him saying it. That's not something they've adapted. Right, for right. It was okay. That's my question. Yeah. I know what it is. I, however, I was wondering if they had were using it for the film, mm-hmm. which is cool that they did. Yeah, I still love that teaser. Yeah, it's a mood piece. It is a mood piece. Yeah, a mood. And boy, does it set the mood. Which I got to ask you something else here while we're on the on the subject. Hit me with your big shot of Godzilla. <laughs> Hit me with your big shot. Um, okay. Okay. I was supposed to be hitting with your best shot, Big Honkin, mm-hmm. but it kind of skewed into each other. Um, the uh, it harkens back to on on the Geek Out Loud Facebook, facebook.com slash Geek Out Loud. Someone nice posted plot. a link to let me see if I can find it to a toy uh, situation. A toy situation. Yeah, I, the original I, working title of the Toy Story. It, yeah, yeah, the toys. <laughs> Toy situation. Joss Whedon has to always make things more difficult than they need to be. Um, they posted a link to where some toys are being sold, and they're Godzilla toys. It's it's from the movie, the new one apparently, and okay. and it's just a description. They've got to be prototypes or something. Yeah, it's a description, and and basically, the idea is I'm looking here, looking here, looking here. Uh, here it is. One of Godzilla's 2014 foes names revealed. This is at nerdreactor.com. Uh, urbancollector.com has posted some items up for pre-order, uh, and we've discovered the name of one of Big G's nemeses. Oh, Big G. Here's one of the descriptions. Possible spoiler alert? I don't know. I, I don't know. The Godzilla 2014 movie deluxe destruction pack case is in Urban Collector's pre-order. Bring the excitement of Legendary Pictures Godzilla home with this deluxe destruction pack featuring figures of Godzilla and the exclusive eight-legged Muto. Measuring three and a half feet. I'm thinking this is going to be a toy gold mine. Yeah. Uh, The set includes two kaiju. That's that's what I'm thinking. The the set includes two kaiju plus three destructible buildings and bridge and five military vehicles. Um, There's not a, a picture of it it's just, uh, you know, it's just the description. But uh, the pre-orders are already sold out. And my my response was yours. I don't know there'll be another monster in the movie. Uh, you know, I know a lot of times with uh, some things like this, just to have some type of toy or play value, which this is more of like a collector's type thing, um, they'll throw stuff in that's not necessarily a part of the movie or the story. Yeah. For so anyhow, back to the email. Um Casey goes on to say, uh I'm not sure if this has been talked about before, but I thought I'd ask anyway. Last time uh you briefly brought up the D C animated movies. I keep hearing how good they are, but I haven't seen any myself. Have you guys seen them? Which ones would you recommend? Derek? Um Not Superman Doomsday. Yeah, well, I don't mind Superman Doomsday. It's better than some of them. Mm-hmm. I do not like the Green Lantern one. Mm-mm. Wait, which one? I didn't. The first flight. 
Oh, I didn't like the other one either. Well, the other one was even worse. There is something the Professor Michael Bailey turned me on to a while back. There's one point where if you'll start, if you'll turn the sound down on Green Lantern First Flight and turn up the original You've Got the Touch by Stambush, it plays perfectly through that whole segment. Hey, why does he know that? (laughs) How did that happen? And does he try that to a bunch of films and it just landed it stuck on that one? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, New Frontier? That's a good one. New Frontier was good. Public I did not know until this week that the next one is actually from the New 52. Hmm. Is What's the next one? Well, it's they did Flashpoint. Well, and then now they're doing the Justice League title. Okay. Um, well, they're calling it War. War. Justice League Doom is good. Doom was okay. I never saw Flashpoint. I didn't either. Um, Apo- the two Batman Superman ones are good. Public Enemies and Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care for the Wonder Woman one all that much. Man, a lot of people love that one. Uh, what was the one before Doom? There was another Justice League one, wasn't there? There was the Crisis on... Oh, oh yeah, Earth. I didn't like that one. That was pretty good. I, I thought. Know. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's raving about the Dark Knight um, Returns ones, which are great adaptations yeah, of that story. I enjoyed story. both of those. I did not enjoy Gotham Knight. That one was. That was the second one they did after Superman Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, has there been? Oh, uh, 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 um, um, <sighs> All Star, All Star Superman. Yes. Really, and solid. Batman Year One was Batman. I see. I hadn't seen Batman Year One. It's pretty good. Yeah, as they go. Mm-hmm. Um, you just can't go into the. To me, you can't go into them with too high of expectations. They don't throw a lot of money at them. Well, I, dude, I don't know. They get some solid voice work on some of them. Um, they do, and there's some solid voice work on uh, the new Justice League. Yeah, Alan. Uh, Tadek is Superman. <gasps> well, I'm in. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I forget who Batman is. <clears throat> and dude from um, Covert Affairs is Flash. Covert Affairs, is that a USA show? Yeah. Gorham? Chris Gorham? That's not his name. People are yelling at their podcast. They're, they're listening devices now. Moving on. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so somewhere in the midst of all those things we just talked about, basically we listed you titles. <laughs> well, yeah, there you, you go. Could have found on IMDb. Yeah, I would. I would check out um, Public Enemies. Like I feel like Public Enemies, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies is a good I place think to start. Enemies is probably one of the best ones. But I also liked. Did you not like Apocalypse? I didn't like Apocalypse as much. As I like Public Enemies. I'd check out Public Public Enemies, Apocalypse, Doom, All Star, Dark Knight Returns Part One and Two, which I think now is they've they got a, they've got a massive set. yeah they've got a massive like single release of it. Um, which now again, as far as adaptations of a work go, 
that's probably the best one they've done. Spot on. Mm-hmm. Spot on. So, um, yeah. Next, next is Justice League War. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's the they they jumped into New Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. And that so already. So there you go, Casey. There's some suggestions for you to get started in. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Try them. Them. This is uh, Dwayne, and uh, Dwayne says Dwayne uh, from California wanted to weigh in on the Fat Off contest. Uh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. He says seriously. He was making a joke. I wanted to extend my support to you and any listeners that may be participating. I've been down the weight loss road myself and know the struggles all too well. A year and a half ago, I made some serious lifestyle changes and have dropped over 100 pounds and, more importantly, reversed some health problems that had some serious implications on my life. You see, Derek, you can change the future. It's easy, but by perseverance and a lot of prayers become possible. I even fit into a killer-looking Vader costume, which is something I've always wanted to do. That Right there is motivation. If that's it's totally killer, is motivation for me to uh, lose weight. I think you already had your motivation, Steve. I remember um, about ten episodes ago, which was probably about three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how we don't <laughs> laugh at that anymore because it's true. It's, true. It's, it's not funny. It's just sad. That you were complaining about um, t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like that? You know, you would see a cool T-shirt, but then they wouldn't have it right. in your size. Right. I think there's your motivation. It's a good place to start. Yeah. And then work my way into the Vader costume. Yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, so thanks, Dwayne. Thanks for your support. And uh, I, if just, you get... I just don't want to be tired from like brushing my teeth. Yeah, exactly. I'd like my back to start hurting when I stand up for more than two minutes. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> I've got some back. Stop or start? To stop hurting. Okay, I yeah. thought you said start. No, no, no. I don't want my back to start hurting. That'd be dumb. Okay. What do you think I am? <laughs> well, I, well, we're doing a Patsy's game for people to get on this. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Christopher Lutz emailed in, and, and, and the truth is, I, I thought maybe you have watched these movies. I've not. Christopher says... My question for you, are you a fan of the Tremors franchise? I love all four movies and really love the short-lived TV series. Ten years later, and I still haven't forgiven Sci-Fi for canceling that show. Well, that's, you know, that's most people with shows they love. Keep up the great work. Thanks for all you do, and that's from Chris. Tremors, Derek? Have you never seen Tremors? I've never seen the first Tremors at all, any of them. I've seen one and two. I knew there was a three. I didn't know there was a four. And I remember the TV show... Was it sci-fi? Because I thought it was USA. Maybe USA ran in syndication. I remember one very vividly because Christopher Lloyd was in it. He was the he was the guest that week. It was kind of like Love Boat. They always had some random guest. Love Boat with big giant worms. It kind of yeah yeah. Um, good yeah, st- yeah, is it good I, stuff? I, is it worth I, watching? I remember they worth I watching. I mean, it's it's it's. I mean, Steve, you set through Troll Two. I, no, I sat through a documentary about Troll Two. You, well, that might be worse. <laughs> Troll Hunter Two or something. I don't know what it's called. Um, Derek, so you never actually watched Troll Two. You don't piss on hospitality, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you don't piss on hospitality. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think I think everybody. I think it's a it's, it's Kevin Bacon. Yeah, is in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a rite of passage that you have to watch Tremors. Huh. I'm gonna try something here. Okay. You still there? I'm here. Okay. Uh, what did we? What did we do? Well, you you were breaking up a little bit, and I just kind of uh-huh. closed out a little window that was still hanging around as I was on my browser. So I want to make sure I didn't like. And, and, and that did it. It helped. We're good. Did you just pause in the middle of good? No. <laughs> did you say we're good like that? No. <laughs> I mean, that would have been funny, but I didn't do it. <laughs> well, you did. Well, anyhow. I just don't want to sound bad. Well, turn off. Because you always sound great, and then it's makeup. And I... and then... Did you do all that on purpose? I have completely lost your audio. Out and people, I did do that on purpose. That's, that's how I sounded like Eric's not professional. Really? How we doing? Hey, hey, there you go. Hey, hey, that helped. I don't like it when you leave me now. If you leave take me take away now. the biggest part of me. Ooh, ooh, no, baby, please don't go. So apparently we're up for a new uh, parody. That's what I've been told. I think it's time. Well, I mean, it's been five years. It has been <laughs> since the first. We're do well. T- we did family ties. Oh, that's true. That's true. We'll call that one and a half. Okay. What will we do, baby? All right. So, I think I think the challenge to you, mm-hmm. the listener, would be to. Send us your parody ideas. Ah, uh, we'll try to work off there. Well, there or, you or go. Song, songs that you want us to parody. I mean, picture of a gauntlet on the ground. Here, right? Yes, here. <laughs> All right. Well, Derek, it's that time. Good night, everybody. No, not that time. Oh, sorry. It's time for the old snippets. Snippet. Um. What you got for me? Derek Shield. This is supposed to be random Wednesday night. Oh, you mean NCIS Avengers? Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate that show with a passion. Well, see, okay, here's what happened. The last time we were nope. on together, three years ago, when the show had just started. <laughs> two episodes. Two ago. episodes ago. No, the last episode, we talked about it, and we were both on the same page, how it's been kind of disappointing. Well, then they aired the third episode, and the third episode featured Graviton. I don't care. Well, here's the thing, though. It's like, oh my gosh, they're going to actually pull out a good supervillain. And it ended with a, you know, kind of a thing of, well, he's still around, he could happen. And I was like, okay, cool. The next episode. Because now they've, now they've started doing the after the credit. They're doing, they're doing codas. They're doing right, like the movies. Right. And, um. Trying too hard, Steve. Well, and here's the thing. The next two episodes completely fell flat with me. And I'm just. I'm really disappointed. But in this then it show. got picked up for a full season. Yeah, I'm really dis. Well, I think that ABC's looking saying, "Well, maybe we can make something out of it." I don't know. And I hate this show. I, I'm not ready to say I hate it because I love Marvel so much, but I just feel like it's the wrong thing. In a like world, I, I don't even want to waste time talking on it anymore. Next step. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a world where we've had a show like Breaking Bad, 
Yeah. And I don't mean the darkness of Breaking Bad. I'm not looking for a dark, edgy no, TV just show. The, the good. The storytelling. Yeah. yeah. You know? It can be done, people. Yeah, but, you can have good storytelling on TV. Are we, are we cliche looking the gift horse in the mouth? Like, you want something like this, you want something like this, you want something like this, and then we get it, and then it's just terrible. Well, I mean, honestly, I would rather sit down and watch old Hulk reruns. Because i got two more snippets for you after this, and okay. one of them plays right off of Avengers. Mm-hmm. Hit me. All right. So you... You you snip it from you? That's I was waiting on the noise. Okay. Well, you got to say snip it. Ruined it. Oh, it hit me. Whoopa! Yeah, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Arrow season two. Yes. Is where it is at. Really? And I did not like season one in the least. Wow. But they are knocking it out of the park in season two. What has captured your imagination in season two? Uh, my number one. I'll tell you what. What. What got me. I mean, I guess we'll speak freely here. This is your safe place to mm-hmm. get out. Sure. After all. Yeah. Um. I didn't like that he was just going around killing people pretty much in every single episode. Agreed. Killed a lot of dang people in mm-hmm. season one. Mm-hmm. And you know, whatever. I see what they were trying to do, and they were trying to be. They didn't want to be Smallville, and they were trying to be edgy because everybody's got to be edgy. Right. And um. I, you know. I just, I, I really was like, it just kind of felt like they were doing the same thing over and over in season one. Now, I didn't watch every episode. I sure. probably watched, I'd say I watched 12 to 15 of the entire season. Yeah, I know I watched the first five. I came back for a few. BQM had his episode. I know I made it a point to watch that. And then I watched the last few. Mm-hmm. I got the high points. And I enjoyed the finale. You yeah. know, you, you were... You bought into the finale. The finale, the finale bought, brought me back for season two. Yeah. And then, so I was like, I'm going to give season two a go. And I don't know what it is, man, but it was just like, I was like, okay, now this I can get behind. This is the show I wanted a year ago. And that happens a lot in TV shows. I get that. But, you know, now he's like, I'm not going to kill anybody. I want to be a hero. You know, he, he had a set list of things he was trying to, he like had like a honeydew chore list mm-hmm. last season. Yeah. And I didn't. I was bored with that. But now he's very much. I mean, he's he's Green Arrow now. He yeah. don't want to be the Hood anymore. And how far are you into this? I mean, I'm I'm up. I'm up on. You're it. up. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Raz Al Ghul. Yeah. Black Canary is okay. And this goes to my lack of knowledge about DC Comics. Is that something that has been brought in? That, with... that has happened before. Okay. Which I think is awesome. I mean, that's great. That's cool and all. I I just. The one thing I can't get past is something that Lionel Luther once said to Morgan Edge. The statute of limitations on murder never runs out. Yeah. And I just can't get over the fact that that's got, that can't, you can't resolve that. You know, you. Yeah. And that keeps niggling at the back of my mind. It, I'm the same way. I was like, you can't be forgiven for what you did. And I, I get that. And I just, um, the act, the writing and the acting has gotten better. Mm-hmm. Except for, I know a lot of people love Felicity Smoke. Felicity Sullivan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is, are we going to tick people off? Is no. She, See, I haven't dived into this fandom, so I don't. No, know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm yeah, not. I'm not aware of how passionate I, the Arrow fandom know. is. I don't like that. There's a very. I know there's a very, very. Like I feel like we 
need to whisper. We need to whisper. <laughs> <laughs> because we know we've been down this we've road We've been before. down this road. We have. Uh, there's a very passionate Oliver Felicity ship. Ship? What do you call that? Elicity? I think it's Elicity. Elicity. Yeah, I think it is Elicity. I don't know. It's ve- they're very passionate. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's the same people that were Oliver and the, the, I don't know if it's we're, the Clawley people. Oh. No, the Clawley. Okay. Just remember that we went from Clark to, Cl- to right. the, Chloe when Oliver. they got together. Right. Chloe and Oliver. But is she not just Chloe? I mean, in a way she is, yeah. I agree. I mean, is she not just kind of Chloe? It's a, it's a there's a formula they're going with. It's an archetype. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. But is she not just Chloe? Uh, well, She's not. To, can I be honest with you? As, yeah, go ahead. As tech savvy as she is, she doesn't come across as smart as Chloe Sullivan ever did. I get, even yeah, as, even yeah, in high school. yeah. I just. I'm not whispering. I mean, I'm, like I'm going to face the fandom without fear because I'm not. You look. You just said you're sucked into this show. I am. I'd rather watch. But that was where I was going with that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather watch this than Avengers. Any, any uh, than uh, yeah, Shield anytime. Well, I think they're definitely doing more than Shield. I think that it's got a better, and it comes down to. When it comes to for once, DC is kicking Marvel's ASS. Mm -hmm. Well, when it when it comes to telling stories in a superhero universe, you have to be more serialized. You can't do a procedural show the way that Shield's trying to do. It's NCIS, Steve. Yeah, yeah. and that's what they said it's going to be. I mean, that's. But for all admissions, it's CSI Shield basically. But that no, it's NCIS. NCIS worse. Well. And and the thing that's is, not, I don't think they should be leading with that because that's not something. That's not a strong point I'd go off of mm-mm. unless you're sixty and up on CBS. No, and and I th- I think what they should the the in the overall arcs that they're trying the through arcs that they're trying to push through Shield just aren't sticking at all. You know, you're not it's boring. It is. It is. They took a, they took one of the greatest characters out of all those Marvel movies, Coulson, and have made him unwatchable. Um, I'm I'm just bored. Every yeah. like to the point, and I hate to say this because I don't do this. And I, I'm I'm probably I'm gonna be honest with you. Unless I hear something's coming down the pipeline, mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah, I think I think I'm out. Well, you've given it four or five episodes. Well, it's five or six now, isn't it? We're five. But I mean, I'm at a point that it is such a chore to turn it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not Whedon. And I know people are gonna just say that though, just hating on Whedon. It could be anybody else, and they could have written the exact same yeah. dialogue on the same. It could be the same show with a different showrunner. Mm-hmm. It's not Weed. No, it's not Weed. Actually, I tend to enjoy Weed a little bit more than I'm enjoying this. Well, that's the thing. I, I feel like what I feel like we're getting is someone trying to be Weed. Well, I just, I, you know I, what I mean. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And people are, and people, and my friends are like, "You just don't like Weed." I'm like, "No, I don't have anything against Weed. I really don't." I'm not a fan of all of his work. We we we've his, made a his, bit out of it. His writing is usually a lot snappier than this, yeah. and I feel like, and you know, to be a showrunner of something, I just feel like he would. I just I'm so bored with it. Yeah. It's just exhausting. Which speaking of Weedon, um, snippet. Um, yes. Have you watched the crazy ones? I like the crazy. Ones. Oh my gosh, I am so into that. It's, I mean, if it was anybody else, it would it would be terrible, right? It's just because it's him. It's, and Sarah, I like Sarah Michelle. Gellar oh, too. she's been great. You, here's what I was going to say. That's what made me think of it. I've not once looked at her and thought of Buffy, except for that one little outtake they showed at the end of one of yeah, the episodes. I love the outtakes at the where end. she slid across the top of the car and he's like, "Where'd you learn that?" And she's like, "Sunnydale." 
and just walks away. And that's and then I was like, oh yeah, she was Buffy. Not I have not thought of her as Buffy at all in this. Um, it's Mad Men with Robin Williams. It's it's yeah. it's awesome. What else are you watching? Are you watching anything else new? I'm watching uh, the crazy ones. I am. I'm sticking through. I don't think I'm as uh, as vehemently opposed to the last to this season of How I Met Your Mother as you are. Oh my! Oh my! Uh, it's not been good, but I'm just kind of Steve. St- that is the worst. I know it's final season of yeah. a show ever. You know, and, and, it is horrendous to watch. It's, like it, it is painful. Yeah, I'm. I'm like I'm just, just bored. Like I have no emotion with. Shield. I mean, with Avengers. Why yeah. do I keep calling Shield? No, with Shield. Which, That's the name of right. it. Right. It's not Avengers. It's right. Shield. And what you know? In sidebar, you know what makes Shield even worse to me is we're ten days away from a Thor movie, and then that BA Captain America trailer came mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I, I capital letter B, capital letter A, mm-hmm. Captain America trailer came out, and then I have to go watch that every Tuesday night. Yeah. Well, and and with how I met your mother. My thing is, it's like, surely it'll get okay. No. You know. It's 24 episodes over a 48-hour period. Yeah. They build enough, they build up enough goodwill with me, though, to for me to keep watching. So. Oh, it's Escalation of Commitment. I have to see through this exactly. one. Through. Exactly. I have to see it through to the end. Mm-hmm. S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm just done. Yeah. But until something happens. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure they'll start pulling out the stops on that soon because um, they got to because so, I have not seen anybody just say that was a really good episode. I've not everybody's like really the graviton episode to me was really good and it came down to they were doing the origin of a supervillain. It was a legit supervillain from the comics. Like I, and, I can't tell you one that I liked more than I kind of liked the second one. I didn't. But that's because Nick Fury showed up. Yeah, and see, but then but he then, shows then up. Then it was com- weird. Then it was weird. Yeah, and because then- he's complaining about he's he's become some kind of bureaucrat worried about the bottom line, and it's like that's not Nick Fury. What you know? And, so. Yeah, pretty much the whole thing written off. Um, so anything else you watching? Um, I'm trying to think. Not you know, really anything new. Mm-mm. Not really. Just just the crazy ones is really. Let about me let me tell you what sucked me in. Sleepy Hollow. Really? I've seen a lot of people going on about Sleepy Hollow. I watched the the pilot. Fox sent the pilot back over at the beginning of the summer, mm-hmm. and they changed some stuff up. I didn't really care for it all that much. And I felt mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, this is just another Buffy. I'll tell you what else has got me back, and we'll, we'll go to this in a second, Supernatural. Um, really? Are you are you out of Supernatural? I am Supernatural? so out of Supernatural. Okay, hated... Okay. I still agree. Show should have ended with season five. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll 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 bookmark Sleepy Hollow okay. and come back. Supernatural should have ended with season five. Had mm-hmm. the perfect ending. We we've said that for mm-hmm. years. Yes. Six was the was a terrible season. Yeah. Seven was a terrible season. Eight had a glimmer of hope, but still was a terrible season. And I don't know if they were like in a coma and just woke up, but they were like, okay, we're going to start writing good episodes again. Really? But I've actually really, I haven't seen last night's, but the first three episodes were actually really enjoyable. Well, here's uh, turnouts. I was, uh, I was flipping around last night and I noticed supernatural. And I'm like, Oh, they're on Tuesdays now again. Yeah. And, um, and I looked at the information. It said something about Sam and Dean go to Oz and, yeah, like, it was their Halloween episode. You know, they always do something. Yeah, but I was like, oh, so this is what the show has become now. No, it's really like, uh, 
it's still they're still very much in heaven and hell territory mm-hmm. okay this was just their first break away from that in a while um heaven like the end of last season heaven went on lockdown and they banished all the angels to earth Ooh. so like the last thing you see in season eight is all the angels falling from heaven and crashing onto earth wow and so now they're just there's thousands of angels walking around on earth trying to get back to heaven so when do jay and silent bob and the last sign <laughs> show up <laughs> Well, I was going to go for the Michael Landon reference, okay. but that works. <laughs> the Michael Landon reference. What was the big guy with the beard? The same one that was in Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. Same oh, character, different era. I don't know. I can't remember. I choose to believe that they are those characters from Little House on the Prairie, and it's just 100 years later. Exactly. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Highway to heaven. Highway to heaven, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Landon's hair. 80s television. Um, but anyway, yeah, I've, I've actually been enjoying Supernatural, and I was the one that was like, okay, this one's been dead. Put a stake in it right. long ago. And they've they've kind of turned it around. Hmm. But Sleepy Hollow, yeah, I didn't like it the first time I watched it, and they changed some stuff up from the original pilot before it aired. Uh, and then we're five episodes in now and it's 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 kind of fun actually well see i've seen a lot of people just kind of raving about it i mean it's 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 got a little supernatural yeah the series well elements but it's got a little supernatural series to Mm -hmm. it it's got a little it's got a little buffy to it it's got a little smallville to it it's it's fun yeah um i mean but it is very much almost the same thing every week oh something weird happened in town and we better go investigate it it's the 13 ghosts of scooby-doo basically okay all right um 13 ghosts of scooby-doo there's a reference wow a scooby-doo series that only lasted one season yes i just made that reference i'll go back even further it's very brimstone steve oh i don't know i'm now you've you've lost me on that one. Oh, that was a show on fox that aired after x-files and i don't think it even lasted five episodes six episodes uh, not long was, enough uh, to cross over with like that millennium show huh? yeah john glover played lucifer oh and um there's a cop that dies it's a good show there's a cop that dies and Lucifer brings him back to life because somebody has opened the gate to hell so and all these is, so, souls have gotten loose. So Brimstone was kind of like spawn light. A mm, little bit. Okay. And so they've, but they're like murderers and all these really bad people. And so he's brought the cop back to take these people down. Huh. Not familiar. Great, great turn by John Glover as Lucifer. So Sleepy Hollow's rocking it. I, I, you know, it's campy, it's, mm-hmm. but it's fun. It's a good cast. It's a, it's a multicultural cast, which I love. Yeah, you know, it's not just a bunch that of white seems, people. That seems to be one of the things that people keep talking about. I is, dig it. It's not yeah. a bunch of white people. Okay, I get tired of a lot of white people on my TV. All right. Um, the Tom Meisen, Meisen, no. the guy playing Ichabod Crane. Mm-hmm. It's good. Hmm. He's really good. Not so I don't know, but I mean, there's there's time travel. There's, I mean, I mean, this is what I tell you what sold it to me, Steve, and it's kind of sold it to me in the in the pilot, but I, more so now that I've kept watching it. Headless Horseman, as mm-hmm. you know from Sleepy Hollow lore, right? One of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh, kind doesn't that kind of wow? Like, 
Like, if that had been the original pitch to me, I would have been like, wow, you just turned something completely, hold on, on its head. Whoa, and, whoa, 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 wait, hold on. You can't just roll past that. I said, hold on. <laughs> I paused for effect. Um, like, if that had been the original pitch, I would have been, wow, you've actually kind of got a decent idea there that doesn't just sound like another... Doesn't sound like terrible. a rehashing of something. That's yeah. Been, yeah. But yeah, so he's one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Hey. And I mean, it's it gets pretty biblical, Steve, too, to the point where there, I mean, a lot of revelation quoting going on about the two witnesses that that have to stand against uh, the forces of evil through the tribulation. Wow. And so it's yeah. almost like Ray and Winston. It's like an extended scene of Ray and Winston driving over the it's bridge of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Nice. I have so, to check it out. Check out Sleepy Hollow, folks. It's kind of fun. Huh. I will I will check it out. Well, Derek, um snip it. You mentioned it. Uh first before we jump into the the trailer side of things. Uh-huh. Uh a few days before the Captain America 2 trailer was released, there was a poster that was released, uh images of a poster and it's basically Cap standing on the back of one of those shield jets he's got his he's got his shield strapped to his back and he looks like he's getting ready to jump kind of looking over his shoulder a little bit can and we just quit making other marvel movies and fully fund all captain, captain america, america. in the background is washington there's a helicarrier there and um it's a great I, I, I hate to say it but poor thor yeah, you think? I mean, I'm I'm excited for the Dark World, and I love mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth as Thor, and I, I'm excited to see that world again. I loved the first Thor, mm-hmm. and I think it's probably the most underrated of all the Marvel films. Agreed. Um, but, I mean, how dare you launch that trailer right before that movie comes out? <laughs> how dare you? And, well, and then there's the, the Winter Soldier trailer, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And it is... Awesome. Yeah, it really is. Oh my gosh, Robert Redford. <clears throat> Robert yes. Redford. Oh my gosh. He's like he's like a CIA guy or something. It looks like. Dude, and that suit. The Captain America suit. The new suit. Yeah, yeah. It I looks, need that suit. It, the, hmm, it looks very much like what he's doing in the comics. But to me, and and this is, and I know this is everybody, so I'm not alone in this. But to me, the greatest moment in there is when he steps in the elevator and all those guys are in there with him. He's like, all right, before we begin, anybody want to get out? Anybody want to get out? And then he just kicks the crap out of all of them in that tiny little confined space. And then kicks the shield up and grabs it on his arm. Yes. Oh, there. I mean, it's like a big espionage. It's like Tom Clancy superhero. Yeah. And, and you find out that shield is, is wanting to almost, I guess, martial law. It looks like they've got all these helicarriers and want to launch and, and kind of control things, and Captain America finds himself, uh, and and that and here's what I when I came away from watching this trailer, this is what I thought: he is not a man out of time anymore. He's kind of discuss, he's realizing who he is, what his role is, and he is Captain America now. Yeah, and I mean, there's that one line in there that pretty much summed up the whole thing. And it, uh, Captain America. I mean, no, nothing to me summed up more Captain America as a character than that one line. It was like, "This isn't freedom; it's fear." Exactly. And and then you you throw in and okay, this is a yes or no question. 
you do you know who the Winter Soldier is? Oh yeah. Okay, okay. But I love how they treat us like we're not supposed to know. Well, here's the thing though: there are a lot of people who don't. A lot of people who are just casual fans of these movies don't. And I take a little bit of umbrage to people just talking about it willy nilly on the internets. You know, it's like, yeah, we all are in. We know who that is, but don't ruin it for because not everyone who Can goes you keep that a secret. I've managed to with people around me. Okay. You know, and that's the thing. It's like... I had somebody straight up ask me that day. They were like, who is that? And I told them. Hmm. See, I just feel like... I don't... I mean, if it comes out in one of the trailers, which it may, you know, that's fine. But... I would think this, the next trailer has to at least be on that character. Yeah, it has to center more in on this on this person because... Maybe not who it is, but... Right. On but, the threat. Right. I agree. Completely agree. Um, I am, I'm looking forward to this movie. It, it comes out in, uh, April, April 4th, I believe, 4-4, which I don't, why don't they just do Captain 4, America? 414? Yeah, 4-4-14. Why don't they just oh, do Oh, yeah, Captain that's America? what it is, because next year's 14. Right. I don't it's like, want, I swear there's a 14 in there somewhere. Right. I don't want to wait longer for this movie, but there's part of me that says Captain America should be out on July 4th weekend. Ah. Uh. You know, that should be... some the real opportunity. There. I really do. I feel like that's what's, just... What's next? Is, is next Guardians? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> are you not... You're still not on board with that, are you? I, I, I'm i told I'm going to be a lot more on board on it with it after the Thor 2 credits. I saw something where uh, someone posted like a GIF online. Uh-huh. And it was and it was an image from some of the stuff we got at Comic Con of Rocket Raccoon like firing his little. Oh guns. yeah, I saw that. That got me pretty excited. And so, well, and someone and what they put is DC says that uh, Wonder they Woman can't make a Wonder Woman possible. Yeah, it's too complicated. People wouldn't get it. Meanwhile, Marvel says here's a raccoon <laughs> effing machine gun. Right. I saw that. I love it. I love it. And and so as a Marvel kid who grew up a Marvel kid, just seeing all this stuff, it continues to just get me jazzed. And you know, if the biggest misstep they make is what they did with the Mandarin in Iron Man three, then I'm super stoked about. Well, have you heard about that? The Steve? Ben Kingsley short that they're. That have you heard about the? the spoilers about that i've not heard any spoilers i've seen a lot of speculation so apparently neither ben kingsley nor uh killian are the mandarin, the mandarin. and apparently the real mandarin Ste- has now has has shown his face is pissed nice that uh, to me that'd be awesome but now understand this i go back to i loved ben kingsley's performance as the per- the performance of the Mandarin. I, however you want to word that, but when he, when you thought he was the bad guy, yeah, that was one of the scariest bad guys I've seen on screen since Philip Seymour Hoffman in, in Mission Impossible Three in that one scene on the plane. Yeah, um, just his delivery, the way he was so uh, scary about everything. But, Steve's scariest villain is Philip Seymour Hoffman. In dude, when he's sitting there and they've got him like about to throw him out, and he's like, "You have a girlfriend? I'll kill him. I'm going to find her, kill her. I'm going to kill you in front of her." You know, I that kind of was like, I'm like, wow, this dude's a force to be reckoned with. But Captain America: The Winter Soldier, I, mm, it. Thor, I really like when I saw the Thor trailer, 
and understand, I think... The new Thor trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that the first Thor, I agree, I think it's one of the most underrated movies, and it's really one of the ones that I have watched most in on a rewatch basis from that prior to Avengers stuff. I just really dig the Thor movie. Um, and well, so... I, yeah, they did something with that that I thought they couldn't pull off and i was i was almost like proud of him i was mm-hmm. like yeah way to go guys good job good good on you but when didn't, i didn't think that you know yeah maybe aquaman has a chance nope. but it, sh- no you can't dc warner brothers doesn't it's too confusing i guess wonder woman would be more to thor yeah well i don't know either way either or either or. um and then when i saw the dark world trailer i was like okay 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 I and, was very underwhelmed by that. First well, article. I was, and then when Loki talked, I had no idea I would have this reaction. I got chills. Yeah. When Loki says, "You must be truly desperate," I'm like, "Oh my God, it's Loki!" And I don't know why. I'm like, "Why am I so excited?" Of course, Loki's going to be in this. But I was just. <laughs> Do you think he's going to die in this, Loki? Yeah. No. Well, they flat out said he's not in Avengers Two, Electric Boogaloo. Well, of course not. He's not. So the is he going to die? No, he'll just be sent back to Asgardian prison. I think he's going to die. Well, he may, but remember, he's a god. Well, yeah, he'll, he'll come back in mm-hmm. Avengers 3, The Search for Spock. The Search for Spock. The Search for Loki. But when I saw this Captain America 2 trailer, the, the Winter Soldier trailer, everything in me, I hate to use this term, it's so overused, everything squeed. I just, it was, I was so giddy. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. It, it just, up to all, everything all the way up to the shield catch at the end. Yes. Was yeah. just so. Well, and the fact that he was running in plain clothes after the dude in the end, yeah. too. I'm like, this well, There's is, a lot of that in there. Yeah. Yeah. May so, all be from the same scene, mm-hmm. but a lot of shield action. Good, good <clears throat> use of uh, Black Widow. Yep. Uh, glad to see her back. Um, of course, I'm glad to see her back. What about uh, old dude? Samuel L. Jackson? No. The other black guy in the movie. <laughs> oh, the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, we Sorry, get a full-on look at the Falcon. Yeah. Somebody sent me a message, and I don't think I responded to it yet. They were like, are you afraid this is going to be like Iron Man 2? No. It was just doing too much. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think they've learned their lesson. Captain America's still my favorite of all the... Of the... The phase one. Phase one movies. Yeah. And and I mean, you're not alone in that sentiment. I love it. I love Captain America. But like I say, just I mean, for whatever it, reason. It, at the very least, it's Iron Man and Ed are neck and neck. Yeah. The original Iron Man. For whatever reason, Thor, it plays to my proclivities more and what I dig about the Marvel Universe and everything. Um, you know, which don't get me wrong. I love, love, love Captain America. Um I don't understand him jumping out of that plane without a parachute at the beginning of the trailer. I'm kind of watching it without sound right now. And um, just kind of going through the thing. Robert Redford chewing up scenery, as you said. Nick Fury coming on the scene. I... Yeah, the Falcon. Does Samuel L. Jackson have time for any other? Is, is Samuel L. Jackson just Nick Fury now? Yeah, I think so. That's all he is? Yeah, I saw him. He was a spokesperson on a car commercial, maybe? I saw that too, and he said damn in it. <laughs> and I was like, no, it was a credit card. Yeah, credit card. That's right. And I was like, you just said damn in a credit card commercial. Why would you do that? What? I mean, granted, it's Samuel L. Jackson. They're like, all the, you know, it's in his contract. He has to cut somewhere. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it seems so weird to me, though. 
Nobody cusses in commercials. No. <laughs> you do Why if you're would Samuel you do L. Jackson. He is okay. I'm just watching this Captain Trailer Steel, and I'm kind of getting lost in it while you're talking about Samuel Jackson cussing in credit card commercials. Sorry. Well, it totally. I saw it last night. It totally caught me off guard. It aired on Hulu because I got rid of cable, and I was like, "Is this just a Hulu thing? Can he cuss on Hulu?" The design. Can we talk about the design of the Winter Soldier real quick? I mean, it. He stepped right out of the comic book. Seriously. Well, even that new that new cap suit. Yeah. It's straight out of you know Compton. Looking at the Falcon suit, it's a lot more mechanical than what he is in the comics, and that's fine. I'd like to see a little more. He kind of has to be. I think. Yeah. I, I wish he'd color it up a little bit more. But I'm telling you, man, the Winter Soldier stepped right off the comic book page. I I'm really stoked for this. Like. My, I had, I didn't have inhibitions about Phase Two necessarily. Iron Man Three, we've talked about it. It let me down, but I know it shouldn't have. I know it was a great movie, but that one misstep to what I consider a misstep they made um, ruined it for me. The the twist, yeah. Um, but this just, it looks amazing. And then uh, was it yesterday? Uh, well, I'm sorry. I've got All your troubles seem so far away. Is that a song? Oh, I'm kidding. Snippet. Um, yesterday, I think it was X-Men Days of Future Past. Let's not even touch it. You go far away from that snippet, Steven. You don't return to it. Bury it. You, you, not impressed? You cut it. You decap it. You cut the head and sever all ties with not it. Not impressed? Steve, that was the most pretentious piece of crap I've ever seen in my entire it life. It is. Well, it's Brian Singer, buddy. You get as far away from that movie as you possibly it's can. It's Brian Singer, and it's the X Men. That's that was that you know was the, my. You know the greater mistake than me watching it yesterday. I tried to watch it again today. That was the greater mistake. <laughs> the... I thought, you know what? Maybe I wasn't giving it a fair shot. Nope, it's bad. Well, the thing is, though, the X Men. That was my problem with them growing up as a comic book fan. I always felt like the book was too pretentious. And and that's carried over, I feel like, into this. And I feel like it's everyone looking at it saying, see, we can do this better than Brett Ratner could. We can do this better. And it's like, okay. And I appreciate the fact that they're adapting or attempting to adapt what is one of the most well-received X-Men stories, the Days of Future Past storyline. But that's a lot to do in a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour movie. That was a lot to do in a two-minute. Oh, There's a lot in that scene. trailer. And then it's like, isn't it the Inception score? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was, oh. I knew it was bad. I mean, I don't think it was bad. It just... Did you ever see the Wolverine? The the second one? The Wolverine. No, I did not. I saw the end credits Mm -hmm. scene, which was... Did you see that? Mm Mm-mm. Which was Magneto and... Spoiler alert! (laughs) Magneto and Charles and set are they? It is it setting up for this? It's setting up for this. Okay. It takes place like a year after the events okay. of the Wolverine, and he's like in an airport, and everything freezes, Does... and then here and then here comes Magneto, mm-hmm. and then up rolls Charles. Do, I mean, here, the things they have to explain in this movie. <sighs> How is Charles around? Well, I think they kind of didn't already had to not do that at the end of the Wolverine. Like there was a very vague statement made, and that was mm-hmm. it. That was enough for 
for Logan. Yeah. See, I don't like this. Just ignore X Men Three. I don't like it at all. They're not ignoring it. Like, like even the Wolverine has a lot to do with X Men Three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. I heard Wolverine. The Wolverine was better than. Oh God. X Men Origins Wolverine. Push based on the you know yeah. But I like based on the novel Push by Sapphire was better than. Well, I liked. Uh, <laughs> That's a callback, but I liked um, I liked X Men Origins Wolverine. And I it, never saw it, and it comes out to me not being it, because I'm not so married to the character like but some people are. But they screwed up so much, and like our friend Kim said on on Twitter, I saw her say the other day, "Congratulations, Hollywood! I'm sick of Wolverine." Hmm. Like after watching this trailer, and yeah. I felt the same way. I was like, "Okay, this is how many outings now?" Well, welcome to being a Marvel fan. Three. Four, five, six. You've got seven. Three. This is his seventh movie. How? The first three X Men. Uh huh. First class. He was in all of a, a, a. I don't care. He was in first class. He was. He had enough to. He got two words in in first class. And it was probably the best part of the movie, but still. Cameo, throw us. Whatever. X Men First Class was a good movie. Um. Yeah, I, I enjoyed First Class. Um. And I really thought that was going to be the start of something new. And then I was like, no, we're just going to muck it all back together with the other one. Um, the budget on this thing must be incredible. Yeah, considering who all's there. But I still have to find that out. Like, it's like those movies that came out a few years ago, Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve, with everybody in it. Yes. That's what it is. <laughs> It's Valentine's Day with the X-Men. It's this guy and that guy. This guy. And this and girl. And Taylor Swift as Jubilee. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's it was I I couldn't even I got <laughs> I, like it Swift made my head Jubilee. Are you still laughing? <laughs> Taylor Swift is what a great grab, Jubilee. <laughs> like we got I get through halfway through the trial and I was like this is so bad. Like the, do they know how bad this is? The only way Sir, that grab could have been better if you'd have been and introducing Katy Perry as Dazzler, and that is a deep inside Marvel reference right there. It's Taylor Lautner as Gambit. <gasps> that was... I just oh no, Steve. I got really. I mean, please don't tell me you're excited for it. I'm not excited for it. I'll go see it. Um, I mean, I kind of feel like I escalation of commitment. I kind of feel like I have to at this point. Well, but. I don't feel like I have to, but I I will go see it just because, you know, it looks it looks I've decent never, enough I've to go see. I've never read Days of Future Past. <clears throat> it I is, do know enough about it to know that they have completely changed the storyline sure. to make them fit their movie. I mean, Peter Dinklage is in this for crying out loud. Is he the president? No, he's the guy. I want to say he's he's part of the Sentinel people. The people who make the sentinels. Okay, that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Show me a damn sentinel. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Good night. It must be must be late Wednesday night. I'm sorry. I got I got really fired up over this thing. If you're gonna go to all this trouble, I've seen those sentinels in the warehouses with the pictures of the actors standing by. Them. Show me one. But I mean, don't you think that's something for trailers down the road? I mean, can't can't we have the weighty? inspirational trailer later does it have to be the first one out of the gate well i mean after that godzilla mood piece everyone feels like that's how they got to come show me captain america winter soldier on the family feud board (laughs) because 
They did it right, huh? Seriously. <laughs> they knew what they were they knew how to sell this movie out of the gate. Show me Winter Soldier. I mean, come on. Survey says I mean that was way I was like, you, you really gonna pull that out? Uh, it was, and the same thing happened with Man of Steel. Um that that really awesome Man of Steel trailer. Mm-hmm. Which which one? <sighs> the one They were all. Yeah. The one that starts off with Jor-El on the on the beast flying, uh-huh, mm-hmm. and the 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 first thing you see is the battle on Krypton. Yes, like oh, like an hour later, a Lone Ranger trailer came out, and we were like, "Oh, you're so cute for trying." That's a- <laughs> Look at you coming out with your oh Army Hammer and Johnny and your Depp. Johnny Depp, you're so cute. <laughs> That's what this was like to me. <laughs> well, it was like you really you you messed the bed after the Captain America trailer. Well. Speaking of maybe messing the bed. Yes. Snippet. Uh, Michael Arndt is no longer writing the script or something. The script's being completely rewritten, basically, by J.J. Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan. So, for Star point, Wars Episode 7. Credit? Um, well, let's... Because that, that confuses me. Let's go to the press release. Uh... As Episode 7 continues pre-production, Lawrence Kasdan and director J.J. Abrams have assumed screenwriting duties for the film. Kasdan, who's been serving as a consultant on the film, is a veteran of several classic Lucasfilm productions, writing the screenplay for Raiders of the Lost Ark and serving as co-screenwriter for The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Acclaimed director and screenwriter Abrams' credits include Super 8, Mission Impossible 3, Fringe, and Lost. Uh, This is what Kathleen Kennedy says, I'm very excited about the story we have in place, and thrilled to have Larry and J.J. working on the script. So, um, Michael Arndt has done a terrific job bringing us to this point, and we have an amazing filmmaking and design team in place already prepping for production. It sounds to me like they're not completely rewriting as much as they are probably taking out a few death scenes and people uh, holding hands as they are sucked into a fiery abyss a la toy story 3 i got it um Um, it's interesting it's uh, of course the press release is going to be a lot more uh diplomatic than maybe what's really going on um obviously they're not 100 percent happy with what aren't did with the script, um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't. I honestly have no idea what this means, as far as what Arndt did. But I know that Lawrence Kasdan, you know, he gets most of the credit for Empire Strikes Back. A lot of times, when people start talking to Empire, it's his name that gets which is good. Out. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you earlier today what we we're talking about that I, I do not like Abrams' writing, right? Even I regarding Henry. I think he's got big, big budget ideas, and I think it's great. And then I, he, I feel like he puts pen to paper sometimes, and they sort of fall mm-hmm. flat. Um, now, original ideas is a different story, but when he's taking something like this, it's—I don't know. Um, I still feel like this is the movie that's never going to happen. It's starting to shape up that way. I mean, this this kind of felt like the first real. I mean, we said today, yesterday, now. October thirtieth, two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Was uh, was 
that was the Lucasfilm Disney purchase mm-hmm. plus the announcement of Episode Seven was a year ago, mm-hmm. and we're still expecting this movie to be out in summer of 2015. I, that's here's my that's that's what I'm saying. When you, especially when we you get a shake up get a like this, done right. Um, filming was originally slated to be in London, begin in London in January of 2014, which you know. You shoot for three months. You it's come still back. possible. It's still very possible, uh, and it all depends on how far along they've gotten on pre-production, that sort of thing. Which I'm sure they're they're super far along. But I mean, D23 came and left, and nothing. Nothing was said. No title. No cast. Mm-mm. No. We've heard a few people say that they did some screen tests, mm-hmm. but that's it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be the the naysayer, but I just I'm still sitting here in my spinny chair, going, "Never gonna happen." <laughs> I told you. I told you a year ago. I said I'm gonna have to need to be sitting in the trailer and see the opening crawl come on before I believe sure, this. Sure. Well, I just this doesn't look. Anytime you start throwing scriptwriters in and out of something, though, it's never a good thing. I I can't think of. I've seen projects where what happens, I don't know, Superman the movie, there were all kinds of hands all over that script, you know. Mario Puzo's, to his credit, had crafted the script, but it was basically Tom Mankiewicz had to come in and clean it up, and all he got really was a consultant-type credit on the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens more often than you think, yeah. and probably a lot of times more often than you know about. I mean, right. there's a lot That's of true. movies these days that go back and... I mean, it didn't didn't Whedon write part of Iron Man three? I'm not sure. I, yeah, I, I really think so. I mean, it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. The reason you're hearing so much about this one is because it, it is it's Star Wars Episode Seven. Um, I just <laughs> uh, it I, I grew weary of. I mean, I feel like, am I gonna jinx it? I feel like the next thing you're gonna hear is Abrams is off the film. Well, and I mean, and that's been a rumor already. And, and the thing is, is on this show, I've never really addressed any rumors. We've never really talked because at the end of the day, that's what they are. They're rumors. Yeah. And, and I'm very much more, let's react to what we know for sure. And this is what we know for sure, that Abrams and Kazan are now working exclusively on the script. And either Mike Lawrence has finished his job and they're like, all right, we'll take it from here and clean it up and, you know, and kind of tweak the things we want to tweak. Or, yeah, we're just going to keep your outline and go from there. You know, because I think Arndt was working off of Lucas's treatments. Apparently. And so, so I imagine Lucas has still got story. Well, apparently J.J. Abrams has been talking to Lucas on a regular basis. Um, You know, keeps him on the speed dial or what have you. And and, but, and Abrams officially left Star Trek 3, correct? Yeah. 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 He's not. He's not. Which going. is. Good, I think, because yeah, we didn't really talk about Into Darkness. I can't sit through another one of those <laughs> unless they change something. I still like the first one, but oh my god, that second one! The second one, nope, <laughs> nope. Well, you nope. know, you know my policy here on Geek Out Loud. This is your safe place to geek out, except nope. Star Trek. Except for Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one tried too hard to <sighs> fit in all the stuff from the original stuff does that make sense it was just and then flip it on its head i really thought when uh, spoiler alert i really thought when they killed if you can cure death why does anything at all matter exactly and and not only that but i was i thought 
wow, he's going to die, and now they're just going to bring Picard in a couple of hundred years early. <laughs> no, for, for a second, Mr. I actually Spock. thought, I actually thought, oh my God, we're going to have Star Trek Three: The Search for Kirk. Ooh. Like, are they really about to do this to us? Mm. And you tell me that you're all going off original ideas. Mr. Spock, I will now call you number one. Hey, that already happened in Next Generation. Yeah, he yeah Spock was in Next Generation. Ambassador Spock was mm-hmm. all up in there. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I and then they spiked, skyped Spock. That's hard to say. Yeah. And it's like I know you're not gonna tell me anything, but tell me everything. Right. Starting with the crystals. I mean, it was just. It yeah it it was and that was and see that goes back to my original issues with the with the with the reboot if you will of Star Trek in two thousand nine is that. They didn't really reboot anything. I feel like old dude from Chase and Amy. And, and Jedi was the most appalling of all the films. <laughs> you find out the black Vader, the black man, they pull off his helmet and find he's a crusty old white man. I felt like that with, with Benedict. It's like, oh, Khan's just a white British guy. That's well, crazy. and I was really hoping because you'd, you'd really, back when it was all kind of coming around. I really thought he was not going to be Khan. I was really hoping he wasn't. I was be. really hoping, too. You had me hoping he And I kind of hoped he wasn't either because it just seemed too easy. It seemed well, too easy. Are you really going to go do that? Like, the second time out? And, and, and let's be honest. In this timeline, the first and time Robo-Cop they met. Robocop got on my nerves, dude. Oh, uh, what's his face? Peter, Peter Weller? Weller? Yeah. Well, in the first time, the first time they met Khan in the series, I mean, he wasn't all terroristy and everything, was he? No. And I mean, it, 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 it gets bad over the course of the episode, right. and then that's what launches the hatred of the wrath of Khan. That's why it's called the wrath of the Khan. wrath of Khan, exactly. And so that's my thing. I felt like it escalated too quickly, considering who this guy was and that sort. Of, so I don't know. I you know. It's Star Trek, whatever. That was that was such a bad movie. Star Trek is 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 known for being crappy. Um, <clears throat> so there you go. There that is. But as far as this episode seven stuff goes, I'm just interested to see. You know, they need. I I would love to hear them start announcing some casting and stuff. You know, if they've got it. If they don't, then okay. tell us. We don't have any casting. I mean, I did see the thing yesterday that said Harrison said he was down for it if Indiana Jones five was happening. Yeah, that's his. Now that's his bargaining chip. Yeah, which is fine by mm-hmm. me. Let's just let's make sure dude who doesn't want to do movies anymore isn't in there. Just Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, let's make sure he's gone bye-bye. He doesn't want to do movies anymore? Yeah, he's like done with Hollywood. Haven't you heard that? No. Yeah, he's only doing independent things now. Why? Because he's weird? Because he's that good? Because he's burnt that many bridges? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, once you burn Michael Bay... And let me tell you, Michael Bay will come after you with an air conditioning unit. Uh, you didn't read that, did you? Uh-uh. So, apparently, a couple of weeks ago, Michael Bay got held up at gunpoint on the set of Transformers 4 while filming in China or Beijing or somewhere. I don't know. And they were trying to extort him for, like, and it was a very specific amount of money. It was, like, $12,300. Huh. It's two guys. Bay picks up an air conditioning unit and beats the ever living crap out of <laughs> an air conditioning unit like a window unit. Those things are heavy. It just pummels these guys. 
Holy cow. Until security steps in and handles the situation. Like, that's what it said. Handles the situation. I was like, Bay already handled the situation. Yeah, there's nothing else to handle. He also handled their butts over to them. He... Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Derek, so you're telling me that Michael Bay thwarted criminal extortion? Uh-huh, with an air conditioning unit. So you don't talk bad about his movies, folks, or he'll come after you. Well, you know what that means. Michael Bay is is our real-life superhero. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let me read this to you. I may have gotten the story slightly wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is what happens from haphazardly reading the internet. Okay, you ready? Yes. Famed director Michael Bay almost got clobbered by what appears to be a drugged out crazy who swung an air conditioner at his head on the set of Transformers 4. My story was so much better. So Michael Bay wasn't swinging the air conditioning unit. But he's still, I'm pretty sure he's still, yeah, okay, hold on. The incident occurred today in Hong Kong. The attacker somehow made it on the set, accosted several members, and then sets his sights on Bay. Mm. When Bay realized what was up, he saw the crazy man swinging an air conditioner right at his noggin. Bay then wrestles the unit out of the attacker's hands and takes him down. So I'm wow. partly right. Wow. That's... Derek, there's nowhere to go from there. Michael Bay swinging the AC. Mowing your lawn. Press, uh, a press representative for the director said that the filmmaker was fine and not hurt after he was attacked in Hong Kong. Hey, man. Get, Get your, your air conditioner, air conditioner off. off me. <laughs> Two Hong Kong men were arrested Thursday after approaching Mr. Bay at the Transformers Force set and demanding money. The men, who were said to be brothers and demanding nearly $13,000, attacked Mr. Bay. The older brother also said to have attacked three police officers who tried to intervene. Both men were charged with suspicion of assault. The younger one was also charged with suspicion of blackmail. Wow. What what were they so mad about? I don't know. Transformers two. <laughs> <laughs> Go out on top. I just can stand this. Exactly. Good night, everybody. Exactly. Um, and that is going to do it for us on this episode of. Geek Wait, Day. I have a snippet. Oh, I'm sorry. I sorry. I didn't get to tell you about this weekend. Oh, okay. It's not Hold funny. On. I hate to end on it now. I thought it was going to be in between other snippets. Sorry, Derek snippet. Whoop. It's not that good. We're going to end on a really bad note. We started with my funeral, and now we're here. Um, so, the, so the symphony performs at my my work. Yes. You you, you you saw some of the videos this week. You lead the symphony. No, no, that's not true. That's about as true as Michael Bay attacking guys with an air conditioning unit. Where, who comes so, up with this crazy So slightly stuff? off. I'm slightly off. <laughs> who comes up with this crazy you, stuff? You, 
you work at the Link Center in Tupelo, Mississippi. I'm, I'm the director of the facility, right? And the orchestra performs in my mm-hmm. building, and so you got to make sure everything's good to go for them to. There you on. go. Okay. So first outing of the new season mm-hmm. was last weekend. They wanted to do all John Williams music, and rightfully so. And rightfully so. So we did Superman, E.T., Star Wars, Schindler's List, Jaws, um, Harry Potter. Catch Me If You Can, and Raiders. Mm. Pretty good lineup. That is a good lineup. And uh, I sent you some videos from over the weekend from between rehearsals and the Mm -hmm. actual performance. You know, I was giddy as all get out doing, uh, especially Superman. Mm -hmm. I mean, just to hear an orchestra perform, like a hundred-piece orchestra perform that live is amazing. Yes. and and I you know I, I you think Mississippi Orchestra you're like no this is really I mean our conductor is from Los Angeles it's a very well put together orchestra um, and um, so that he wanted to have videos playing oh wow while they were you know performing well originally it was going to be we were going to cut together clips so it was going to be kind of like the Oscars you know mm-hmm. and best original score goes to and then you'd hear the score with footage cut together so right, i thought right. it was gonna be four minutes of superman that was the original way we were in we kind of changed it up a little bit and i got my buddy our buddy super clark mm-hmm. um to do some of this um and then we ended up saying well we were going to introduce the films with a clip and kind of show a piece of what the film is about and how directors and conductors work together or john williams and director would work together on using a specific jurassic park was the other one we did we left oh, that one out gosh. um and um, and so we showed a clip from E.T. and Jaws and all that. And we did Superman and and Stephen. I mean, you walk in my office and you know my love for Superman. So Stephen, our, our conductor, he said, we're going to start with Superman for you. And I was like, oh, you make me so happy, Stephen. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's like, so, you, you know, we got to pick these clips. And he wanted the clip of the, the helicopter. Of from, course, of course. And he wanted to start with that one. So it starts with Lois falling out the door. And goes all the way up to her, him Say, dropping her off. Jim. Woo! Yeah, I mean, all that's in there. That's I mean, a bad yeah. outfit. So, woo! So all that was in there. Um, so it's great because, you know, 600 people come to the orchestra. So it's just a bunch of, you know, there's old people. There's kids. We did a different thing this year that we did a kids concert that we've never done. We did it on Saturday afternoon. We had about 200 oh, cool. people at that with a bunch of kids. And then we also did a Sunday afternoon concert. Um, so we did a Saturday afternoon kids Sunday night, the real performance with like 600 people, and then Sunday's performance. Um, so we're showing all the clips. So we, he wants to start with Superman. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's do Superman. Um, so um, I, I've got the video cues already. They're individual files. Like I've got my, my, my MacBook plugged into the projector in the concert hall, and um, they cut several selections for the kids' concert. Like we weren't going to do Schindler's List for kids. Mm-hmm. Right, makes sense. makes sense. Um, so we did like Superman, mm-hmm. ET, Star Wars, Raiders, and Harry Potter, and um, and we cut like Jaws and Jurassic Park and Schindler's List and Catch Me If You Can. Um, so that afternoon, so they're they're each individual like QuickTime files, and and we bring it up, and you know he he gets up and. You know, standing ovation sits everybody down. It's like we're gonna, you know, he he goes into a little brief history of John Williams, mm-hmm. 
then he starts talking about Superman, and I'm just like, yes, you know, because he, he's tell, talking all about the movie and what the plot of the movie is, and Christopher Eve, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's one of those, you know, you know, not every day is a good day at work, but that was right. a really good day right. at work. And he's like, all right, and so now, Superman. And so I, I take down the lights of the house so we can watch the movie, pull up Superman, and nothing. There's no mm. audio. It's just silent. I mean, all the helicopter stuff's going on. He's ripping the shirt open, and there's nothing. And I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Because basically what I just did is ruin Superman for 200 kids. Yes. And somebody said to me, it was like, you, of all people, you have ruined Superman. (laughs) You failed to bring Superman to these children. So, of course, I've got to jump out of the booth and go figure out what the problem is because it's not at the booth. My, my, My audio, my computer... Nothing in the booth is the problem. So I'm running. I'm checking wires. And instead of, you know, I stopped the the movie. I ran back and stopped the movie at a certain point. Instead of them vamping and taking some, you know, heat off of me, I've got 200 eyes on me, like, running through the aisles trying to find all these cords. And I'm like, I'm sorry, kids. We'll get it working in a minute. Now, see, if I were the conductor, I'd be like, pull out your William Tell Overture music. Okay, one, two, three. They shouldn't need music for that. They should know it. Exactly. Uh, you should have just waved a wand and they started. <laughs> uh, but eventually I figured out somebody had stepped on the cord. It had come unplugged. We get it back together and we, we get started again. And it, it took a, it took a few minutes to because uh, I hate stuff like that. I hate technical difficulties more mm-hmm. than anything. It makes me a nervous wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, especially all those people just staring at you and all those kids, oh, super, we're Superman, you know, I'm like he's coming kids. He, he's Superman's on his way. I have ruined it for the children. Um, but it was good because it was kind of like dress rehearsal and we don't usually do that during symphony. So it was, it was hard to get the lights down, show a movie, bring the lights back up. Cause as soon as the shirt rip and then he flies off and she faints, Video goes out, lights come up, and there he's already like lights come up as he starts waving the baton, and right. they're into the theme, you know, the the, mm-hmm. the trumpet, you know, it goes right into it. Mm. So it was really cool. Um, we had no problems Saturday night, which was great. It yeah. ran seamless all the way through, which was hard. To, which was good because we also had four other movies that we didn't do at the kids' concert that we hadn't tried right. yet, which was Jaws and Schindler's List mm-hmm. and all that. Um, but Sunday, this is, I tell you all this to tell you this, just because I thought you would really appreciate this. Did you ever see Schindler's List? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So Sunday, we're calling, we're, we're, we we took the show to another town mm-hmm. about three and a half hours away from here that they wanted the orchestra to perform there. So different setup, different light booth, different sound booth. Somebody else is running the videos. I've got the individual calls laid up. So, you know, it says Superman.mov and right. all that. Well, I noticed, we noticed that they've pulled up the wrong video. No. <laughs> pulled up. For Schindler's List? They pulled up Schindler's List for Star Wars. And the Star Wars clip was Duel of the Fates from Phantom Menace. Right. So all I can think of in my hurriedness running, you know, is, you know, and now Star Wars. And it's just this little girl screaming, goodbye, Jews! <laughs> goodbye, Jews! <laughs> That's horrible. 
Luckily, we fixed it, and it was still oh, the face for minutes. But that's all I can oh, think of was that he introduced Star Wars, and and now a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, press play. Goodbye, Jews. Mm. Oh, that would have been rough. Yeah, that would have. Been, I don't know what would have been worse: introducing Star Wars and getting Schindler's List, or introducing Schindler's, Schindler's List, List and, and getting, getting Star Wars, Darth Maul. Yeah, that. Hmm. Hmm. Not sure either way, either way, it's a bad situation. But it was a fun weekend filmed with, I mean, I, I had nothing but John Williams music performed live in my ears all weekend. My, so it was a good my weekend. favorite thing to come out of that was the video you sent me. Of uh, Vader? Of Vader, yeah. yeah. My secretary and I sitting in the back as we were running the soundboard and we were, it was probably like the fifth time we'd been through the show and we were tired and it was like 1 a.m. And she was filming some of it to send her brother or husband I don't know but she was filming they were doing the Imperial March mm-hmm. and I was just trying to make her laugh and I pulled up a picture of Vader on my phone and just slowly crawled just, it across yes. her in front of her iPhone <laughs> as he was marching it was awesome it was good we, to yeah I said it to you I was like check out the special effects at the show <laughs> and it's just his hand pushing it's just, my, it's just my iPhone going across the screen. Yeah, just holding an iPhone with a picture of Vader just slowly going across the screen. <laughs> I have to entertain myself somehow, Steve. It was awesome. It was awesome. Well, sorry to end on not such a good oh, story. Oh, I love it. Snippet. I love it. I love it. So uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Geek Out Loud on the Twitter. I'm at Steve Glosson. Derek's at WD Russell. We're on the Facebook, facebook.com slash geekoutloud. I want to say a big thanks to Woo S. Kim. He keeps things posted over there. Every day I get notifications. Woo S. Kim has posted. Woo's a holdover from the Starkville House of L days. He was a big commenter in a lot of the threads of the shows back then. And uh, and Woo has, is keeping it alive over there at the Facebook page. You can post things on the Facebook page. Just go like us, facebook.com slash geekoutloud. Of course. We're also on the, the Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Steric. Steric, yes. Uh, don't forget at Steric. Uh, and, uh, and of course, uh, the fat off, uh, civil war episode seven, the fat off, you can find links to the diet bet at geekoutonline.com and geekoutpodcast.com. Uh, there across the top, happy to be a part of the shot glass digital radio family, along with other quality programming, such as techno retro dads, Tron decoding the grid, snide remarks, radio, uh, the bond cast and rebel force radio. Glad to be over there. Also, don't forget, uh, selling some comics there at geekoutonline.com. You can check out what is for sale uh, on geekoutonline.com. Hadn't had anything new posted lately. I need to get on the ball and do that. And uh, while you're there at geekoutonline.com, if you uh, shop Amazon at all, there's a banner on the side. Click on that, and uh, if you make a purchase, it helps us out a little bit here at the site. So, uh, Derek, once again, solid show. As always, it's a classic Wednesday, late Wednesday night show with Derek and Steve. I love it. Love it, as always. Um, until next time, everyone, I don't have anything to say, so we'll see. I, wrap up, bye-bye. Wrap up, bye-bye. Until next time, everyone, wrap up, bye-bye. <laughs> Why did I put in the notes, go out on top? And I totally didn't. So we'll, That's because you put go out on top. You ruined it. I did. I did. We'll see you next time, everyone, on... Uh, Son of a monkey, see ya. Bye, guys. I got in one little fight, and my mom got scared. I said, You're moving with your aunt and your uncle in Bel-Air. I begged and pleaded with her day after day, but she packed my suitcase and sent me on my way. She gave me a kiss, and then she gave me my ticket. I put my walkman on, I said, I might as well kick it. First thing you know, it's bad. Drinking on juice out of a champagne glass. Is this what the people of Bel-Air live
plays a date, send this cool cat. I don't 